The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for the Steelman and Thune at Noon with Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Text the show on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, here's Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Yes, thank God it's Friday, and we're here at Riverwind Casino, my home away from home, nearly 3,000 electronic games, a newly revamped gaming floor. If you haven't seen it, it is, uh, it's awesome. They have an Oasis gaming area that's smoke-free now. They have a Skyloft gaming area upstairs, nearly 3,000 electronic games, and they've got all of your favorite table games as well. And the uh, very best promotions, you want to be out here tonight because they have the 80K winning resolutions giveaway. You can play with your wild card throughout the week, particularly a good idea to play Monday and Tuesday because you get five times the entries for the drawings again happening tonight throughout the month of January. Get out here and win your share of 80K in cash and bonus play here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. We also have uh, shows happening tonight, Boys to Men at the Showplace Theater. That's happening tonight. And tomorrow night, Clay Walker at the Showplace Theater. So always something happening here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. On this Friday, Drake Dykin is in for Parker today. Parker on vacation Headed to Nebraska. The Drake is here. How are we doing, Drake? I'm excellent, Seal Man. How are you doing today? You know, it's Friday. Yeah. It's it's Friday. I was a little bit worried. I, uh, You know me. I produce a bunch of uh, sound for the show. I try and do that every day. And uh, I, I um, was editing a lot of clips. And I thought, man, I, I got to get going. It's 1130. I got to get out to Riverwind. So I jump in the vehicle. And it says... No remote detected, and it wouldn't start for about 90 seconds. So I'm immediately thinking, panic, i got to go in there and get a jump from you guys or whatever. But fourth time around, it started right up. It's fine driving over. It just, it was weird. It uh, couldn't detect the remote, but then it did, and everything's fine. So I think we're good to go. Ugh. Hopefully, uh, but that that I, was a scary situation. Uh, yeah, I, and I hope it's not the cold weather that's taking a toll on your car in terms of being able to detect your remote. Because if that's the case, Steely, bad news. It's only going to get colder here the next few days. Yeah, and uh, I need some to move some stuff out of our garage so I can get my vehicle in the garage because I don't think it needs to be sitting out in like one degree weather. Right, because that would not bode very well for Monday. Hey, guys, listen, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, unless I can get AAA over here, I, I might be late. So uh, I'm going to try and do that when I get home as well. So, Drake, uh, let's start. Why don't we play our transfer portal opener? There is news to talk about. So here we go. What's happening? It's a transfer portal. It's out of control. We're losing our defense! 
There we go. So uh, the news broke yesterday. We had been waiting for this, uh, been hearing it was going to happen. It was only a matter of time. Casey Thompson is an Oklahoma Sooner. And you talk about a uh, well-traveled quarterback, sophomore high school, Charles' son, of course. Then he goes to Newcastle, ends up at the University of Texas, played a great game against OU where he threw for five touchdowns against the Sooners in a loss to Caleb Williams and company. Then he goes to Nebraska, loses to the uh, Sooners in Lincoln, and then he ends up with Tom Herman at Florida Atlantic and now back at the University of Oklahoma. Drake, what's your reaction? What do you think? I mean, it's it's a role that OU need to figure out this offseason as far as having somebody that is – I think that – Parker kind of put it best on Twitter yesterday whenever he said, you know, people that are dragging this Casey Thompson uh, commitment out of the portal are easily forgetting that 49 to nothing loss against Texas a couple years ago and what it meant to not have a backup quarterback that's capable of throw completing a forward pass. I think that if it's perfectly, it's a guy that you don't look at to start all 12 to 14 games for you. But he is somebody that's capable of coming in, and Plank and Josh were talking about this as well, and I think somebody on the text line, Knipmeyer Chevrolet text line might have said this, that you look at a backup to not necessarily go win you a game, but make sure that you don't lose a game because of their play out there, whenever they're called upon. Yeah, and, and I saw Parker's tweet, and I agree with most of it, uh, you know, because you need a, you never know when you're going to be forced to use your backup quarterback. And uh, I like this move. I love Michael Hawkins. I think he's supremely talented. I think he's got a, tra- a chance to be a great quarterback at OU down the road. No doubt about it. And then the Sooners have a nice succession in place. Of course, it looks like with Kevin Sperry as well, who's also uh, really a young, talented prospect. But if you can get a guy with all that experience who's been there, played in a lot of big games, and if something happens to Jackson Arnold, let's say, you know, in the SEC opener against Tennessee, then you've got Casey Thompson to come in. So I, I think it's a, a good situation for Oklahoma. I like the fact that he's going to finish his career at OU. Charles, of course, uh, played for Barry Switzer back in the day. Kendall uh, played it at, at uh, Oklahoma as well for Bob Stoops before heading out to Utah. So I, I like the move personally for OU. So there you go. Again, the Sooners now with 12 in the portal in terms of addition uh, additions. You've got Jake Roberts, the tight end from Baylor. Uh, Michael Tarquin from USC, offensive lineman. Caden Woolard, Miami of Ohio, defensive end. Tyler Keltner, the Florida State kicker. Jocelyn Malaska from Utah, the cornerback. Uh, Fabechi Nawawu from uh, North Texas, the O-lineman. Uh, Southeastern Louisiana tight end Bauer Sharp, Sam Franklin running back from Tennessee Martin, Dion Burks, the wide receiver out of Purdue, Des Malone, the cornerback from San Diego State, Spencer Brown, the offensive tackle from Michigan State, and now Casey Thompson, quarterback coming from Florida Atlantic. All right, 
The other news is what is going to happen at Alabama. Mike Norvell, contract extension, despite FSU being in trouble with the NCAA, which is pretty ridiculous uh, since everything is the Wild West in college football now. But Mike Norvell staying at Florida State, getting a new contract extension. Um, We saw again that uh, Dan Lanning says he's staying at Oregon. It appears that Sark is staying at the University of Texas. Who's going to take this job? Could it be? It looks like it's Mike DeBoer. Maybe you turn to Lane Kiffin. I think Kiffin would be great at Alabama, particularly the way that college football is headed. And then maybe, maybe Dabo, who knows? But uh, here's what Jalen Hurts had to say when he met with the media ahead of the uh, Eagles Monday night playoff game at Tampa Bay against Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. Here's Jalen Hurts talking about Nick Saban stepping down. It's surreal. You know, I know for me personally, uh, he's, he's always been coaching ever since I've been alive um, and growing up and knowing what he's been and then knowing why I committed to go to that university because of the man he was and the intentions he had and, and the way he went about his business and his process. And so um, I have a ton of respect for him. Um, he'll definitely be missed in the game, but I know he'll, he'll be enjoying himself and be out there watching. I know he can't move too far from it, but Coach Saban knows I have a ton of respect for him um, and everything that he's been able to do to, to help his team, uh, help his players. There you go. We'll hear a little bit more from Jalen Hurts uh, later in the show as the Eagles, who have really struggled down the stretch, he has a bad finger. He's going to be ready to play, he says. But they take on uh, Tampa Bay in Tampa Monday night, last game of wild card weekend. And uh, Philly won at Tampa Bay in week three already earlier this season by a couple touchdowns. We'll also hear from Baker Mayfield on the matchup against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Okay, 405-651-3439. That is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. We want to thank Lasher Home Comfort Systems for sponsoring our first hour right here on the ref. Appreciate Tim and uh, man. If your furnace is having some issues, you better make a call pretty quick because it's going to be really cold. Not not just cold. I'm talking about really cold in all caps this weekend. And, again, uh, the number there, 405-579-3113 at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. What else do we have happening that we're going to talk about? Sooners at Kansas, Oklahoma at the Fog, where, again, they still haven't won Since 1993, Terry Evans' big shots. Can the Sooners pull the upset? Both teams lost on Wednesday. Oklahoma lost to TCU by nine. Kansas was shocked by UCF on the road, 65-60 Wednesday. That game is an ESPN Plus game tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. And, uh, Drake, you're headed that way, right? Yep, that's right. Uh, shortly after I get done running the board for this show at 2 o'clock, I'll be headed up north to hop on a plane and head up to Lawrence. So, yeah, that's the plan. How many trips to the fog for you? This will be my first trip. So that's that's really? kind of, yes, that has been kind of the whole uh, MO of me getting up there this year. And it's something that we tried the last couple of years. It didn't necessarily happen um in terms of me getting on the travel list and stuff like that so i'm very excited to and you know what let's let's go and uh, win the last one why not 
Yeah, you know who was a freshman on that roster back in 1993? Ryan Miner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. they're having uh, Ryan's services Mm -hmm. tomorrow, and Sooner Nation, uh, man, going to miss Ryan Miner. It was great to hear from Damon. You could tell he... He was brokenhearted, but uh, did a great job in the radio yesterday. The Miners, very important to the history of Oklahoma athletics, and uh, Ryan will be laid to rest tomorrow. Man, it would be nice to go get a win at Kansas, uh, you know, and honor Ryan Miner. It's going to be tough, but uh, once again, still can't believe that Ryan Miner is gone. Uh, But that was a team that had Terry Evans, and, of course, Billy was the head coach, Jeff Webster, Angelo Hamilton, you had uh, Bryant Van on that team as well. Kansas had, uh, if I recall correctly, it was Rex Walters and Adonis Jordan in the backcourt. You had Greg Ostertag uh, in the middle, who had one of my all-time favorite NCAA tournament memories when he got dunked on by the big dog, Glenn Robinson of Purdue, one of the biggest dunks you know, in, in the NCAA tournament, right over Greg Ostertag. And Ostertag walked over to Glenn Robinson and shook his hand. Said, <laughs> like, nice job. Uh, uh, Ostertag uh, is one of the guys I just remember most for him just getting punished like that. There's the, the like you said, the big dog uh, punish him like that. But he, there are some just inc- like some all-time clips of him getting punished by Shaquille O'Neal while he was with the Lakers. It is yeah, unbelievable people- to go back and watch those. Got punished by Shaq as well. But uh, that team also had, like, Darren Hancock. I think Eric Polly was on that team. So we'll see if the Sooners can get it done tomorrow night. By the way, the Thunder, 62-point win last night. Uh, wasn't the NBA record for the largest loss. Oklahoma City had that a couple years ago against Memphis when they lost by 73, but they beat Portland 139-77. to Now, the lovely Shea will watch Thunder games. She'll watch OU football. She will watch Baker Mayfield games. Anything else, you know, we're watching Netflix. i got to watch a sporting event on my phone. But last night she said Oklahoma City was up 61, and she looked up and said, can't they just run rule them or something? But they played it out, and the Thunder won by 62. They will host Orlando tomorrow night. We've got NFL Wild Card Weekend to talk about and more. I'm already two minutes over the mark, which is not good. Be a professional, dude. Come on. All right, let's take a break right here. Riverwind Casino on a Friday. And, again, 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Great to have you with us. We're coming right back here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This hour of the Steelman and Thune at Noon Show is brought to you by Lasher Home Comfort Systems, family-owned and operated and serving the OKC Metro since 2007. For all your heat and air needs, call Lashers at 405-579-3113. It is a Friday here at Riverwind Casino, and uh, there's always something happening out here at Riverwind. And again, great dining options. I'm set up right in front of Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, a quaint little uh, restaurant where you can watch all the games at your individual booths. And they also have, ladies and gentlemen, a fantastic menu, River Buffet at Steak Night tonight. And uh, we also have a great food court out here, newly redesigned. Don't forget, you can win a trip to the Super Bowl in Vegas in the first down in Neon Town promotion. Running now through January 18th, uh, the patrons who earn the most points on their wild cards are going to win a trip to the 2024 Super Bowl in Vegas 
That includes game tickets, airfare, hotel, ground transportation, and $1,000 in cash. And you know that Riverwind's not going to put you in a Motel 6 or anything. They're going to put you in a great setup in Vegas. They go first class all the way. So get out here and win one of these uh, five trips to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas in the first down in Neon Town promotion. All right, let's get to, uh, before we get to the text line, and thanks, everybody. I'm going to have to go get the uh, battery on the key fob uh, replaced, which I'll do that on the way home. Uh, but let's get our dumbass clips of the weekend. All right, here is dumbass clip of the week number one. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> Outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in, in the fourth quarter. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all of that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding you back. It's a complete crap. Whoa! <laughs> Shut up, dumbass. What a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Darko Ryakovich, who was in Oklahoma City for a while as an assistant and with the blue, but that's actually a good clip. But I was really looking for dumbass clips of the week. Uh, I, I, I agree. He's right on the free throw disparity. He's wrong. Scotty Barnes is a good player, but he is not going to be the face of the league. Now, this one, though, is uh, is – is the one that really stands out. Dumbass clip of the week, Roll Tide Willie being consoled after learning that Nick Saban had stepped down in Tuscaloosa. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> Just got the news, didn't we, Willie? Yeah, I ain't too excited about that. I know it, but look here. All good things come to an end. Yeah, but my main man is stepping down. I know it, but listen. Some crazy coach day is. I know it. Can't everybody beat him. I, I know it. Look, listen, listen, listen. He's the greatest coach <laughs> ever was. He's the greatest. He'll go down as the greatest coach ever. Listen to me. But listen. This right here hurts. I know it hurts you, and it hurts me. It hurts every Bama fan. And everybody that's not a Bama fan should appreciate the greatness that he's oh, done for college football. He is the greatest coach of all. He's the greatest one there ever was. Well, nobody ever beat him. It hurts, but, you know, Nick Saban, he, it's time for him to retire. I don't like him retiring. But, you but know, who's going to fill his shoes? Pete right here. I am not going to put up with paying the players. Whoa! <laughs> Shut up, dumbass. <clears throat> what a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> there you go. Double dumbass clips of the week. We can make those our Ortho Central clips of the day as well. Ortho Central with clinics in Norman, Midwest City, 
And now a Tri-City location as well. Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. These full-service clinics do a great job treating orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. All right, 405-651-3439. You know, we some people have been asking the question, what does this mean for OU with Nick Saban stepping down? Is this good or is it kind of a non-factor? This is huge for OU. This is great for OU. Are you kidding me? It's the greatest coach in college football saying goodbye. It means you don't have to face Nick Saban. I don't care who they get, Kalen DeBoer, Dabo Sweeney, or if they get Lane Kiffin or D'Amico Ryans or whoever. You have to – the bar is set. Like, if you're a pole vaulter, you've got to pole vault like 40 feet to clear Nick Saban, okay? Like a super mega world record. So can Bama keep winning? Yes, they're Alabama. They're one of the uh, Blue Bloods. Uh, you know, they've, they've had the greatest program in college football history. And uh, Nick Saban's six national championships pushed them to number one. And they were in the argument for number one already. Keep in mind, Alabama, before Nick Saban got there, and Paul Bear Bryant, of course, achieved legendary status there. He no doubt's one of the greatest coaches of all time in college football, certainly on the Rushmore of coaches there. But Alabama didn't have a single Heisman winner. Didn't have one. And then you get Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, Devontae Smith, Bryce Young, four Heisman winners in the Nick Saban era when Bama had zero. So is this good news for Oklahoma? 100%. You don't have to face Nick Saban because whoever they get, and it may be a great hire, but it's not going to be Nick Saban. So, Drake, what do you think about it? I mean, it's to me one of the things that we talked about a few times when Oklahoma joined the SEC was, man, wouldn't it be great if Nick Saban retired by the time Oklahoma got to the SEC? Well, here you go, right? Yeah, I mean, now there is this huge power vacuum that has opened up for somebody. And, you know, Georgia's kind of taken up a little bit of that power vacuum as it is, even before Saban stepped away. And we've seen that. We've seen other schools try to do it in the past. Dabo Sweeney at Clemson for a couple of years. Now Georgia as well. But it is a monstrous opportunity for somebody within the SEC for sure to step in and fill in that. Maybe it's LSU, maybe it's Texas, maybe it's just maybe Oklahoma and Brent Venables that has the opportunity to step in and uh, into that power vacuum. Now, I'm not saying that they're ready right away to step in and take over Alabama's mantle, but like you said, it is going to be difficult regardless of what caliber head coach you bring in Short of bringing in somebody like a Kirby Smart, which isn't going to happen. He's not going to leave his alma mater that has been built into nearly as big of a monster as Alabama is at this point at Georgia. I just can't see Bama maintaining what it is that say, and that's not saying that they can't still be a national power. They will be. They won't be the big bad monster that they've been the last 15 years with Saban on campus. It's just not going to happen. And it is a enormous opportunity for Oklahoma. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and like I said, when you have to follow the greatest of all time, ask Gary Gibbs how difficult it was to follow Barry Switzer. Barry won three. He won half the national titles that Nick Saban won at Alabama, and Barry Switzer is one of the greatest coaches in college football history as well. Now, the other part of that was Oklahoma was in the NCAA doghouse. Uh, you know, you had the, uh, the the shooting at the dorm. You had uh, Charles Thompson on the cover of SI. There was some bad stuff going on. There was a black cloud over the program, no doubt. Bama doesn't have that right now. But still, uh, you know, anybody, anybody that they hire is going to be a step down from Nick Saban. Now, maybe, I mean, maybe they could win. <laughs> maybe they could win seven at Bama, but I, I don't think so. In fact, I know they won't. All right, let's take a break right here. We will get to the text line next segment. What do you guys think? Again, I think it's a great opportunity for Oklahoma. What? I just got a DM on Twitter. Those are never good. Uh-oh. We've been derailed by DMs. Apparently, uh, Travis Davidson uh, put a Blue Blood list together and omitted Texas from the Blue Bloods. Oh, you I'll have to, to check it. that out. You hate to see it. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. I'm sure right. that was in no way intentional by Travis. It was oh, there it is. Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, USC, Nebraska, Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I listed eight yesterday, historical, true blue bloods. Texas is on that list. I mean, come on. Come on, Travis. Texas is on the list. Four natties, Heisman winners. I know they've underachieved, but Texas is 100% on that list. All right, we'll break right here. 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll be right back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Here at Riverwind on a Friday, great to have you with us. Mike Steely here. We've got the Drake back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studios heading into what's going to be a very, very cold weekend. I mean, if you're outside too long, you're going to end up looking like Jack Torrance in The Shining, just frozen. So stay indoors. You know what it's going to be, Drake? I'll tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be sporting events, movies, chili, and the couch. That's basically what it's going to be this weekend. And I know you're going to be at the Fog, and you'll love it because the minute you walk in that place, you can feel the history. It's one of those kind of places. Now, one place I've never been is Cameron Indoor Stadium, even though I was a Duke fan for a while in high school. That was my nickname in Norman High Duke because I had Duke basketball shorts. Uh, But I've never been there. But really, probably... Because MacArthur Court in Oregon is gone now, right? Um, but in terms of history, it would be the Fog One and then Cameron Indoor Stadium after that. So there you go. All right, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Drake, you have the honor, sir. All right. Lots of people pointing out the weak battery on your uh, car fob, so... 
you've already addressed that you are going to go remedy that immediately after the show. From so. Riverwind directly to get a uh, a new battery. Yes. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's start things off on the text line from Mark in Tulsa. All these reports of Bama head coach replacements and negotiations for contract extensions, uh, i.e. Sark and Norvell, is funny. Um, well, I think it was a Josh uh, or Plank or both of them. They're both great. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about pulling a Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy was, uh, I think he taught school on that, how to leverage yeah. your job in Stillwater, whether it was Tennessee or whoever had an opening. Mike Gundy was an expert in that department for sure. So, again, uh, you know, uh, we'll see. So far, uh, again, we thought it was going to be, you know, potentially Dan Lanning. Nope. Uh, Mike Norvell was on, on the list. He's staying put. Uh, so we'll see what's going to happen. It'll be interesting. Am, am I the only one that looks at the landing situation and kind of questions with how quick, because it was within hours of Saban retiring that landing put out that video and everything. Am I the only one that has the, like the thought process of, was he ever actually a realistic candidate? Did Alabama ever actually really pursue him or is this him just putting it out there to kind of control the narrative. Am I the only one that thinks that? You know, I guess we'll never know. Uh, I think Lanning's a really good coach. Kalen DeBoer beat him twice, though, of course. And I know a lot of people thought, well, you know, in the Pac-12 championship game, neutral field, that uh, Oregon will take care of business. Well, Washington beat them again. I like Lanning a lot. You know, he was a name that was fairly prominently mentioned on the OU uh, list when that search was going on. We all thought it would probably be Brent, but Dan Lanning's name came up uh, quite a few times. But I don't know. I, I don't know if we'll ever know. So we'll just have to wait and see. Eventually the truth comes out. Okay, what else do we have? Uh, next up, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, talking about Casey Thompson out of the 405. His dad didn't just play at OU. When are you guys going to address the elephant in the room and whether the team needs that drama? Listen, everybody knows what happened with Charles Thompson when he was on campus. We just mentioned that in the previous segment. Literally, like in the previous segment, there was a bad black cloud hanging over the program at that time. One of the reasons was Charles Thompson on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So, young man, you need to report to class on time, and if you're on time, Pay attention, because we literally just talked about it in the previous segment. Well, and I guess the question for me is, like, how long do children need to pay for the sins of their fathers, too? Well, I mean, look, Charles, uh, for a while, was kind of uh, cast aside, you know, because, you know, he wrote, wrote a book about OU football. I think it was called... Down and Dirty, The Life and Crimes of Oklahoma Football. So he he profited. I don't know how much he did, but a little bit off of that. But Charles, if you've been around Charles, uh, he turned his life around. Mm-hmm. You know, people make mistakes, and sometimes they make felony mistakes, right? But, um, you know, I think the way his kids turned out is a pretty good reflection of the kind of dude he ended up being, right? That's, what, that's a great way to judge uh, you know, what kind of person somebody is is how their kids turn out. And everybody apparently raves about Casey Thompson as a teammate, seems very mature. Of course, he's going to be, uh, you know, this is his seventh year. The Big 12 is going to have three 
seventh year. Uh, no, there are three total quarterbacks in the country, right? Casey Thompson's one, but the Big 12 is going to have the other two, and, and it's Alan Bowman at Oklahoma State and Cam Rising at Utah. So there you go. But, yeah, we, we talked about that. We talked about, uh, you know, the Charles Thompson situation. Uh, to me, though, look, I, I think this is a good ad for OU. I really do. I think it's smart. It's not a reflection on how they feel about Michael Hawkins. They love that kid. They think he's got great potential, got a chance to be a star at Oklahoma down the road. But, you know, this is a really good insurance policy. Look, Michael Thompson might come in. He's an early enrollee. He's already gone through some workouts for the bowl game. Maybe Michael Thompson is the number two quarterback. Maybe he's not going to be the number two quarterback. But if you have Casey Thompson there, who's been through a lot of big games, it's just a good move for Oklahoma, I think. Go ahead, Drake. Uh, next up, before we go back to the text line, I do need to mention we, courtesy of Fowler Auto Group today, we have six pairs of women's basketball tickets for their game tomorrow against the Texas Tech Red Raiders at the LNC. That game starts at 2. So here's the thing that – here's the real catch. If you get one of these pairs of tickets, you also get free entry into – the men's gymnastics uh, season opener tomorrow against Air Force at McCaslin at 545. So if you guys want some activities that are going to keep you warm tomorrow, keep you inside, you're not going to be uh, twirling your thumbs inside doing nothing. Obviously, OU Kansas will be happening in Lawrence. But if you want to go do something outside and not be in your house, uh, we've got six pairs to take us to shoot us a text on the Knippmeyer Chevrolet text line. Say who you are and that you want to come uh, get some tickets from the station. So these are physical copies, so they're not just ones that we can send you. Do you want them to text text yeah. you, or how text, do you want to do text, it again? Text on the text lines, uh, say that you want them, and that you'll come and get them uh, today. Um, unfortunately, we won't be at the station tomorrow. So uh, There you go. Yep, but that will get you into women's basketball tomorrow and also into men's gymnastics tomorrow afternoon as well. Uh, next up. And that's a courtesy, once again, of Fowler Auto Group, uh, proud sponsor of OU Athletics. Um, next up, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. People are dragging it because Michael Hawkins is a better quarterback than Casey Thompson fresh out of high school. I, I think – I don't know that I necessarily agree that right now Michael Hawkins is a better option at quarterback – going into next season in a game than Casey Thompson is right out of the bat. But Michael well, Hawkins, I, mean, I, I yeah. think his future I mean, is super bright. I think he's going to be a better product at some point than Casey Thompson. But as a 18, 19-year-old kid, is he a better option? I, I just don't we think We don't so. know that. Nobody knows that. No. Nobody knows that. Now, do I think Michael Hawkins is a better prospect coming out of high school? 100%. Yes. I mean, where were the panickers after Jackson Arnold? Oh, this kid can't play. You know, there were, that was about 10% of the audience after the Alamo Bowl, which, of course, was ridiculous. But nobody knows that. You haven't seen him. Michael Hawkins has great ability. As long as Michael Hawkins is staying put, this is a good move for OU. And I'm not saying Casey Thompson is the greatest backup quarterback in history. That was, of course, George Blanda. But <laughs> I'm just – but – we, we don't know that. I think Hawkins is a better prospect, yes, uh, when they were at the same stage of their careers. But I still think this is a good move for Oklahoma. All right, 405-651-3439. The Drake is in with me today in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. 
Parker headed uh, headed back home for a little vacation. So we're here at a great vacation spot. Come on out to Riverwind. Get yourself a room at their world-class hotel attached right to the casino. Spend the weekend here. You'll stay warm. You can win some money. They've got great promotions, great dining options happening, as always, here at Riverwind. All right, break time. Back to the text line when we get back here on The Ref. Bleed Crimson? Love great Sooner Talk? Join The Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. Friday, and we are here at the one and only Riverwind Casino, best casino experience in the metro area. And uh, get out here tonight for the big drawings for the 80K winnings, resolutions, giveaway, play with your wild card. Uh, particularly recommend doing that on Monday and Tuesday for this promotion for five times the entries. Uh, the drawing's happening every Friday in the month of January. Get out here when your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play. We have a show tonight at the Show Place Theater. How about a little Cooley High Harmony? Boys to men on the Show Place Theater stage. And then uh, tomorrow night, Clay Walker will be in concert here at the Showplace Theater. Always uh, great entertainment options, great dining options. Uh, Riverwind Casino is simply the best. They are awesome. Love being out here. Okay. Um, Zach Alley, is it going to happen today? I have one question still out there, Drake, when it comes to Zach Alley. There you go. Little uh, musical that, accompaniment that been for, executed better. Let's, for let's, uh, give me one Swing more picks. time. Hey, Drake, hey, yeah, we're going to watch the game film, run that back. Yep. All right. What offense are we in, okay? Did, uh, we didn't need the accompanying music, uh, all right? The, uh, we got to execute better here. Did you happen to hear Teddy's impersonation of Mike Stoops the other day? I did not. <laughs> I need to hear that, though. I need to hear it. Uh, uh, I'll try and find it from, I think it was from yesterday, actually. All right. but, uh, okay, here we go. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, the Board of Regents are meeting today. You're going to hear of uh, some raises for the assistant coaches, uh, Brent, I'm sure, as well. And uh, maybe we'll get an official announcement from Zach Alley. I don't think, you know, we're waiting just for the Board of Regents approval or anything. But at some point, there will be an official Zach Alley announcement. Uh, in the portal yesterday, all of our portal updates brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction, 405-831-8222. Brent Swift will come personally look at your home and uh, give you his evaluation. He's got 25 years of roofing design and construction experience online at brentswift.com. i got to tell you, on these promo sheets I've been given, like two other websites, but you know who said BrentSwift.com? Barry By God Switzer in go. his commercial. So I'm going with whatever the king says. The king's got to be right. BrentSwift.com. Swiftco Roofing and Construction. All right. Uh, Casey Thompson, 12th Portal Edition for OU. Still waiting. We'll see if there's any word on uh, Zalance Heard. Uh, Parker's talked about that being, you know, a big NIL bidding war. 
And, you know, Oklahoma hasn't really jumped into those waters, into the really deep waters. They've been out, you know, about waist deep. And, and somebody was asking, what exactly is Oklahoma's, and Terrence Ferguson, by the way, still committed to Florida State, Mike Norvell, uh, announcing he's got a contract extension, he's staying there. I know FSU got in some trouble with the NCAA, which was like, really? Seriously? <laughs> what do you guys have against Florida State? But because everybody seems to be bending or breaking the rules right now, I've, because they're not even sure what the rules are. I mean, it's it's not supposed to be pay for play, but we know that there are a lot of uh, people out there uh, with these collectives and at these universities that basically are operating as it's pay-for-play. So, anyway, all right, so back to uh, Terrence Ferguson committed, again, still to Florida State. Um, But talking about OU's NIL philosophy, all right, and sometimes we make this, we make things harder than they appear. I think it's pretty simple. OU is involved in NIL. Are they involved? <clears throat> Drake, talk for a second. Hang on. Uh, are they involved in the NIL from, I, I don't know necessarily where you're going, but there there is a lot of conversation. Okay. In terms of I just, go I had yes. a, a coughing yeah. spree. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so probably anyway, the most I, awkward filibuster I could have done. Are, but go, are go they involved it. in like a Bill Gates, you know, uh, Elon Musk type situation where they just have, you know, all this money? No, but I think they're doing fine in NIL dollars-wise. They can be competitive. But it, it looks to me like OU is saying if we really, really, really like a guy, mm-hmm. you know, that we think fits our culture, would be a great player for us, we like his mentality, we like, you know, uh, his family, you know, Brent's all about that stuff, which mm-hmm. I think is great, yeah. then I think they will get involved in a bidding well, war. Well, but they're not like going to go Walter, overboard. Walter Rouse last year was a situation where they did end up winning a bidding war, right? I mean, I think Parker. Yeah, because he was in Nebraska for a while, right? Yeah, he was committed to Nebraska. They they came back and, you know, matched the money. From what I hear, that Caden Green was looking for, but guess who? Eli, you know, went back to the uh, the vaults, and uh, I guess got more. So. It's pretty obvious that OU is not going to charge up the credit card. They're not going to be like the uh, the young couple that wants to make themselves look like they've really got a lot of money, so they're going to charge up, you know, nice vehicles and, you know, get a 30-year mortgage on this home that they really can't afford. OU's not going to mortgage the future like that. But they will be competitive with a kid they really, really want. And guess what? Sometimes it's still not going to be enough. And we don't know what's going to win out long term. Is it going to be the way... These a lot of the historical blue bloods are approaching it. Texas in a, in a little bit different boat. Is that going to win out? You know, just the money culture, or is it going to be more about a real relationship-driven culture like Brent is preaching? And that doesn't mean that Oklahoma will not be competitive with NIL. All right, last year home comfort systems. Thank you for sponsoring hour number one. We've got more texts on the way. We'll hear from Baker Mayfield, from Jalen Hurts. We'll talk OU Kansas basketball. Stay with us here on The Ref. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Here at Riverwind, great to be with you on this Friday 
We have two men talking, but one of them today is not Parker Thune. It is Drake Dyken back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studios here at Riverwind tonight. Drawings for the uh, great promotion, the 80K winning resolutions giveaway. Again, if you play with your wild card on Mondays and Tuesdays, like if you did that this week, you probably got a bunch of extra entries. You can get five times the entries Mondays and Tuesdays. And you can also play with your wild card uh, every other day and get some extra entries as well. But Monday and Tuesday is a great idea. Drawings tonight, preliminary drawings, and then the grand prize drawing uh, tonight right here at Riverwind. Win your share. Why not make it your share, right? Get out here and win 80K, your share of that in cash and bonus play. We have uh, shows tonight the Show Place Theater, shows this weekend. Boys to Men tonight. And then Clay Walker tomorrow night here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. All right, tomorrow, by the way, Teddy's going to be out here at 3 o'clock today as well. Uh, Tomorrow, the Sooners on the road, ninth-ranked Oklahoma, playing third-ranked Kansas in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Both teams lost uh, road games on Wednesday. The Sooners fell in Fort Worth to TCU by nine. Kansas one of the bigger upsets of the season in college basketball, lost to UCF on the road 65-60. to So the uh, Jayhawks are going to be in a foul mood. I didn't even try and make a pun there, but I did. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, so again, there. Thank very you very nice. much. Both teams are 13-2. and The Sooners lost to North Carolina and, of course, to TCU. Kansas lost to Marquette earlier in the season and to UCF the other night. Now, Hunter Dickinson, the transfer from the University of Michigan, has been really good for KU. Second leading scorer on the team behind Kevin McCuller. He's averaging 19 points, 12 boards a game, and he's lighting it up from three-point range. Here is KU play-by-play voice Brian Haney on with T-Row this morning talking about Hunter Dickinson. He's a special talent. He shoots threes north of 50%, um, and that's not like, you know, a guy that shoots one every other game. He'll take a couple of attempts per game and hit him at a really high clip. Great touch around the basket. Um, he's also a guy that if your fans haven't seen him, um, if he's on your team, you love him. If he's not, you love to hate him. He is one of those dudes, and he's always been this way going back to Michigan, that loves to be the villain. And he will wave his arms in the air and, and ask you to, to cheer him and boo him if he's on the road. He's soaks it up, and he almost kind of you know, feeds off that energy, even if it's negative energy. So so look for that on uh, Saturday and especially on the return trip. And uh, fans will, will definitely enjoy and be entertained, if nothing else, the big center that wears number one, Hunter Dickinson. There you go. Sooners and uh, KU tomorrow, 1 o'clock ESPN Plus broadcast. Oklahoma, last time. They're going to be at Fog Allen Fieldhouse for a while, you would think, with the move to the SEC. Oklahoma last won there in February of 1993. Terry Evans hit the big shots. That was an Oklahoma team that had uh, Ryan Miner on the roster as a true freshman. You had Jeff Webster and Angelo Hamilton. Bryant Van was on that team. I think Pete Lewis was on that team. Uh, KU had a pretty good backcourt. Adonis Jordan, Rex Walters, Greg Ostertag. On that squad, Darren Hancock, Eric Pauley, way back in the day. Uh, we'll see if the Sooners can get the upset, pull it off tomorrow. KU's had back-to-back games where they've turned it over 18 times. Sooners turned it over 14 in Fort Worth the other night. But Oklahoma, they got a shot in this game. 
Now, they've got a shot to get it done, but uh, they're going to have to shoot it lights out, take better care of the basketball to uh, actually pull off the W. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Brandon Drum joins us at 135. We'll talk all Sooners football and, of course, uh, highlight what's going on in the portal and in recruiting. But let's get back to the text line, Drake. Uh, plenty to get to on the text line. Uh, a lot of what you've talked about with uh, Mr. Alley. Steelman, has Alley ever been publicly acknowledged as our new D.C.? I haven't seen it. Not from the university, at least. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know what's taking so long, but... Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Drake? Will it be, uh, will it be done by, like, 6 p.m. this evening? Do you think we'll see an announcement? I would think that it gets done this weekend. I honestly don't know why it's taken this long at this point. People have asked the question, is it something to where you have to go in front of the Board of Regents? Well, no, not necessarily because, for instance, Seth Luttrell has not – his contract hasn't gone in front of the Board of Regents, and that's already been announced by the University of Oklahoma. So that's yeah, and not the board's the meeting today, though, too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I don't think it's this meeting that's holding it up from OU announcing it. I don't know necessarily what it is. If it's, I, I don't even have a venture of a guess as to why it is that this hasn't been made official. Because by all accounts, too, Zach Alley's already in Norman and working in some capacity. So, I have no idea why it hasn't happened yet. Why it hasn't been publicly announced by. Oh, you yet? There you go. All right, four zero five six five one thirty nine six four six five one thirty four thirty nine. Sorry, I'm getting a uh, a tweet here. Steely, I agree with Travis. Texas is not a blue blood. Now, look, somebody sent me a, just a message that uh, Travis put a blue blood. Uh, Travis Davidson, our colleague, uh, list out and said there are seven total. We actually did this list the other i think it was two days ago and i said there are eight what i called historical blue bloods mm-hmm. and my opinion texas is absolutely one of them yeah now i know that everybody out there you know, wants to be the biggest ou fan or whatever and just ignore that you know texas has won four national titles now are they have they been disappointing recently 100 percent. yes it appears they're getting back on track. But the uh, the programs that I listed um, were uh, – where's my list? I had it. Well, let's just start in the uh, in the Big Ten. Michigan and Ohio State. Pac-12, you've got USC. You've got Oklahoma and Texas in the Big 12. You have Alabama, um, Notre Dame, and I'm leaving out one other. I'm not leaving out. I had this list yesterday. I thought I had it right with me. All right, so you got Michigan, Ohio State, Bama, Texas, OU, USC, Notre Dame, Nebraska. Now, again, people, Nebraska. Nebraska sucked recently. Yes, we're talking about historic all-time great programs. We're not talking about the last 20 years. I called some of those programs New Bloods, all right? And that includes Georgia. Georgia's been a good program for a long time. Haven't been great until recently. 
The last time they'd won a national championship before the run with Kirby Smart was with Herschel Walker and Buck Ballou back in the 80s. All right. Uh, Clemson, again, new blood. Florida State. Miami, you know, if you want to talk about Miami won, I believe, five natties in 18 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, and again, you talk about a run. That was a great run, too. But then Oregon, Auburn, Tennessee, Florida, schools like that are, you know, not quite the historical Blue Bloods. But 100% Texas is. I mean, they played in a game of the century. They've had two Heisman winners, probably should have more. I, I get it. But they won four natties. You know, they're they're a Blue Blood. I know you're an Oklahoma fans don't want to see them on the list. And you can say, you know, it's a great way to pander to the audience or whatever. But they 100% are. I mean, they just are. Now, again, we'll see if uh, Sark looks like he's staying put, and we'll see what the future holds for Texas. And they have completely under underwhelmed people for a long time now, since that championship game loss when uh, Colt McCoy, uh, you know, got knocked out of the game. Garrett Gilbert had to come in. They've, they've underwhelmed. I, I give you that. But in terms of historical blue bloods in college football, guess what, people? Texas invented the wishbone. They gave it to Oklahoma, all right? Emory Ballard, the father of the wishbone, coaching for Daryl Royal. They gave Oklahoma the wishbone, helped them actually install it, believe it or not. Emory Ballard, you know, Barry Switzer perfected it, and the Sooners ran it with pure speed and agility and quickness. And it was, it was I don't know if I want to call it a finesse wishbone, but it was definitely a speed wishbone because they took it to another level. But, yeah, because I've got some OU fans. Yeah, Texas isn't a blue blood. Dude, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. They are. Be objective. But everybody's trying to be the biggest OU fan out there. Guess what? There, there are a million OU fans out there that is, they're just as big a fan as you are. Let's see. Uh, I don't think there's anything that's going to get Steely as triggered as that, but there are people that disagree on Texas. I'll just say that. Let's, they're let's, wrong. Let's get a subject. I mean, they're, they are wrong. They are wrong because they're trying to be the biggest OU yeah. fan out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a stupid, stupid opinion. Yeah. Um, let's see. if Alabama, Now, am I the only person? Is it Caleb uh, DeBoer? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Washington okay. I, I am almost always uncertain on how to pronounce him. Caleb DeBoer. If Alabama doesn't get Caleb DeBoer, what are the chances Saban unretires until they complete their search? I don't think that happens. He has been showing up at the office, and he said he's going to for a while. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess DeBoer, look, if DeBoer is not the guy, maybe they would go to Dabo. Maybe. I, I know that some Bama fans, there, the younger Bama fans won't like that because, you know, Dabo's the analog guy in a digital world. Uh, someone like me in some ways. But um, except he's got millions of dollars in championships. <laughs> um, but then, I don't know, Lane Kiffin, D'Amico Ryans, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. It looks like uh, signs are pointing towards DeBoer, but who knows? We'll see what happens. All right, why don't we take a break right here? 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. All right, 405-651-3439.
That is your number. All right. Did we give away all the tickets, Drake? I gave away one set of women's basketball tickets for tomorrow. Just a reminder, anybody that wants any of those, we've got five pairs left for tomorrow's women's basketball game against Texas Tech. That also gets you into the season opener for men's gymnastics against Air Force at McCaslin Fieldhouse at 545 tomorrow as well. Uh, This men's gymnastics team, they're going to be good. They're going to be a national title contender again this year under Mark Williams. So it's a team that you want to see. You can get two for one, get out of the house, and uh, not just have to sit around, twiddle your thumbs, and watch the cold weather from inside. There you go. All right, yeah, let Drake know on the text line if you want a pair of tickets uh, to the game, and that will get you into the uh, gymnastics meet as well. All right, break time here from Riverwind. Stay with us here on The Ref. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. Hey, John just came out here. John, have you texted before? Have you texted? You haven't? John's a big listener, right? And he came in. He's got a smile on his face. Guess what he handed me, Drake? Guess what he handed me? What? What's that? A key fob battery. Oh, look at that. He came all the way here, and he handed me a key fob battery. Now, that is the epitome of a nice dude right there. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this should fit my my key fob right here, I guess, huh? It should fit. Okay, we'll, we'll find out. But you know what? Even if it doesn't, well, I'll try it before I get out of here. But thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Where are you from? Uh, You're a Moore guy. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and that's a super kind gesture. Thank you so much. That's really cool. Wow. Appreciate it. All Excellent. Right. Excellent move How about that? John. The Ref they, Army. Yeah, I is, mean, uh, the Ref, ref Army is undefeated. I mean, they are undefeated. We've talked they about this They are absolutely before. undefeated. Yeah. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, so, wild card weekend of the NFL begins tomorrow. Brown's a two-point favorite at the Texans, 3.30 on NBC. Uh, Miami and Kansas City, the Chiefs are a a four-and-a-half-point favorite against uh, Miami, 7 o'clock on Peacock. That is a streaming Peacock. I have it. We have, I think, every streaming service known to man now, so we'll be able to watch that at Shea Stadium uh, tomorrow night. Sunday, you get the Steelers at Buffalo noon on CBS. You have Buffalo as a a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over Pittsburgh and Mason Rudolph who's played really well, obviously, for them since he came in. Green Bay at Dallas, 3.30 on Fox Sunday. Cowboys a touchdown pick over the pack. You've got the Rams at the Lions Sunday night on NBC. Detroit a three-point favorite. And then the Monday night matchup, we will wrap up wild card weekend. Monday night football, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles go to Tampa Bay. For a 7-15 matchup on ABC ESPN, remember Philadelphia won at Tampa Bay in week three by two touchdowns over Baker and the Bucs. Let's hear, first of all, from Baker Mayfield, who says this should be a different kind of matchup the second time around. We were really trying to find ourselves at that point in the season, trying to figure out who we were going to be, especially offensively. And, uh, yeah, I think we've kind of realized what we're good at, you know, the bread and butter for us. And also they've, they've changed on defense. They've had some injuries, a different play caller now for them as well, Matt Patricia's calling it. So, um, 
little bit different variabilities, but it's got to handle it, got to prepare. Uh, and so luckily we have four games where he's been calling the games. And so we got to, you know, key into that and what's his, uh, what's his go-to. And, but yeah, we're, we're just different uh, in the sense that we've, you know, been more foundationally better within the run game, knowing what we're good at scheme-wise, and uh, just got to get the passing game back going again. There you go. Baker Mayfield threw for over 4,000 yards during the regular season, career high. Threw for 28 touchdowns this season for the Bucks, career high as well. And uh, 10 picks, 64% completion percentage. Had a good, solid year. Banged up with a rib injury uh, last week. And, look, he's not a superstar, but he's been good for this Tampa Bay offense. They love him in Tampa Bay. He's been a really good leader. Uh, And uh, I think Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, this season playing maybe his best football uh, since that great year he had in Cleveland. As for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, the former Sooner quarterbacks got an injured finger, expects to be ready to go. The Eagles, man, they have not been soaring towards the end of the season. Injuries, defense hasn't been nearly as good. They are limping into the postseason. Jalen Hurts, though, said he also expects a different kind of uh, game the second time around as well. You, you play a team like that so early on, you know things are bound to change. You know, and they, you know, when we kind of going out there and play people, things have changed from week to week. Um, sometimes you get things, sometimes you don't, you know, so you always go out there and respect every opponent. But you have to respect your um, level of execution, too. You have to ex- respect the intensity it takes, to, the preparation it takes to do that, too. And so um, that's just what we're, what we're doing right now, just trying to put our best foot forward to, to come up with a, a great week of practice, uh, planning it the right way and going out there and executing it. There you go. All right, so uh, getting ready for Wild Card Weekend. 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Our man Brandon Drum will join us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline in the next segment. We'll talk Portal. We'll talk 2025 class. We'll talk about, uh, you know, Nick Saban a little bit with Brandon, all that coming up in the next segment. All right, Drake, let's do it. Let's go get some texts in here. Uh, before we do that, we do have some breaking news sent to us via the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, breaking news brought to you by Wagner's Heat and Air. They install the best and service the rest at Wagner's Heat and Air. Give them a call. Visit them online. Wagner's Heat and Air. Ah, there it is. Yeah, uh, I just saw it. Washington's Caleb DeBoer. Bama negotiating head coaching job. There it is. Keith Thamel said uh, yes on they're on the cusp of getting a deal done. Uh, you know, I just looked at Twitter three minutes ago. It wasn't there. Now it's there. But, yes, and that's kind of what uh, all the signs were pointing towards. You heard the uh, the story that Kalen DeBoer didn't uh, appear on uh, his weekly slot in Seattle uh, on a radio gig. He does. The word was he was talking to his AD. Uh, but it looks like. Again, he's going to be the guy, and it's only a matter of time before it becomes official at Bama. Uh, which, again, good hire. Looks like a good hire for Alabama. Uh, but you know what? It's not as scary as a Nick Saban Alabama. Not even close. Like I said, the only bar that you have to clear uh, is, like I said, pole vaulting 40 feet into the sky and clearing that bar because that's how high – Nick Saban has set that bar. So, again, Bama, they've got great tradition, but, you know, I still remember some of the struggling years. Mike Shula, 
man, Dennis Franchoni. Uh, they they had you know after uh, um, Gene Stallings of course won a national championship and they beat Miami in the Sugar Bowl that with the uh, big play by Antonio Langham, but they also had a few lean years. So again, I think this is a really good hire for Alabama. But again, you're not having to face Nick Saban, Alabama. So I still think it's a, a good thing for Oklahoma. But it's a it's a good solid hire. Yeah, no thank doubt. you, thank you to Sooner Schmitty on the text line for that. By the way, Knuffelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Um, I think Kalen DeBoer is also a great hire. Uh, the question that I think still needs to be answered is. And we haven't seen it yet at Washington, just because he hasn't been there long enough. Is how well does this guy recruit? Does he is he going to be somebody that's going to be able to maintain what it is that they've done at Alabama? I know Parker's talked about Alabama recruits itself, but also there's a point in time where a coach has to instill that belief to be able to continue that monster as well. So can Kalen DeBoer do that? I don't know. That remains to be seen. A lot of his success came this year because of the guy that he had as his trigger man at quarterback, who was one of the, I mean, historically, do you think it's unfair to say that Michael Penix is probably so far one of the best transfer portal players of all time? I know it's a very short period of time, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think, uh, oh, you got Jalen Hurts, that's one. Caleb Williams to USC. Uh, You know, so, yeah. Uh, we'll see if they can – look, Alabama's going to be able to get great quarterbacks too. So um, but we'll see how it, it, it turns out. All right, 405-651-3439. Let's get, uh, let's get one more in here. All right, let's find one good one here. Uh, let's see. Uh, that one's a little bit aged now that uh, DeBoer – okay. Uh, <laughs> A couple people wanting to troll you on the uh, Charles Thompson stuff. Okay, let's find one good one. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. OU is a more discriminative buyer compared to a lot of the liberal buyers like Missouri, Texas, a and Miami. They are just looking to buy the right guys via NIL, not just any player that hits the portal. That's big. Okay, the overhead uh, announcement was going on, so I didn't get to hear. No, yet. you're fine. You're fine. Just basically, but, what so, echoing what it is that we had talked about about yeah. Brent before the end of the hour. Well, and they control me only one. I still think Casey Thompson is a good pickup. It doesn't oh. mean they don't think Michael Hawkins. Yeah. And again, if you want to tro- troll me and say Texas isn't a blue blood, okay, all right. Let's ask Barry Switzer if he thinks Texas is a blue blood. I'm 99 percent sure that Barry Switzer would laugh. And say, uh, yes, let's do that. So, you know, you little 35-year-old and younger, I know you're all trying to get your OU likes and, oh, we can't mention Texas. Don't pander, all right? Don't do that. I mean, come on. Come on. You know, look, this is an OU station. In some ways, it's a homer station, all right? We're going to give you the main course of OU football and OU athletics, all right? That's the T-bone steak. That's the porterhouse on the plate. We've got other side dishes here. But you can't, don't just, you know, like I said, I got a lot of grief for picking Oklahoma State. I, you're not going to find a bigger OU fan than me. I grew up in freaking Norman, people. I mean, like two miles from the stadium. 
You know, first game was 1970. You people weren't even a thought at that point. Some of you people that think you really know OU football, and you do for a certain period. But, you know, you can't be such a homer that you're just going to throw all logic out. I'm never going to do that. So, because that's that's diminishes credibility, in my opinion. So, there you go. Jeez, Texas is not a blow. Okay. All right, uh, let's take a break right here. Brandon Drum joins us next, and he will be via the Riverwind Casino hotline. That's next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Brandon Drum joining us, Riverwind Casino Hotline. Appreciate Brandon being with us here on this Friday. Mike Seeley out here at Riverwind Casino where tonight get on out of here. And uh, hopefully you'll hear your name called in the 80K Winnings Resolutions uh, giveaway that's happening tonight. Get out here and win your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play. And boys to men on the Showplace Theater stage tonight. Tomorrow night, Clay Walker. All right, Brandon, it looks like it's about to be official. Kalen DeBoer to Alabama. What do you think about that hire for the Crimson Tide? Uh, it looks like, uh, you know, it's a sad thing that we had to see the end of the road for, you know, Nick Saban's career, uh, obviously for college football. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, they're not going to let the water run dry with the uh, uh, hiring of Kaylin DeBoer. And by the way, if you don't know, those are two songs by Boyz II Men. <laughs> so, nice yes uh, yes there you go <laughs> little 90s play there um yeah look i i think it's a great hire the guys what a 112 and or 114 and 12 or something like that or 122 or 12 some something stupid as far as his record as a head coach um it's a good hire i think the biggest question is going to be is his relatability in the sec region but he's going to have the alabama crimson tide logo sitting on his chest so that's going to come with its own little perks and bonuses and, and make it fairly easy for him to not only attract coaches that have that type of, you know, relationship in the South, but also help him, I guess, on the recruiting trail and the transfer portal. I think it's going to be interesting to see who he brings, you know, from the pack uh, 12 Washington, obviously, if that's really the case. And who he hires, you know, outside of his original staff in Washington. I think there's a lot of uh, movement that's going to start happening in the college football world, I think. But this is probably the best-case scenario for Oklahoma, I think, in the long run, as far as keeping their staff together. So I think that that part's a win-win. Yeah, I agree, Brandon, and that's a good point. Uh, All right, so what have you heard on Herd? Zolan's heard. Uh, you know, it depends on who you talk to. Some people feel like Oklahoma's in still in a good spot. Um, others feel like, you know, it's trending in a direction where Oklahoma may miss out there. And, and look, at the end of the day, I think that was 
I never really was sold on Oklahoma's chances for either him or Ferguson. I thought that there was a decent chance with Hurd. I didn't think there was much of a chance with Ferguson, potentially because of the agent that Terrence Ferguson out of Alabama was using. Uh, the same one as Walter Nolan, so it was basically an NIL grab there. And a guy that has 11 appearances and one start in three seasons isn't worth what he's getting paid, in my opinion, elsewhere. Um, so I think, and I think it seemed like Oklahoma kind of agreed because they kind of backed out of that a little bit, if you will, uh, on the NIL front. But uh, as far as Hurd goes, it feels like, you know, he's getting offered ridiculous amounts of money, which you thought he would when it comes to Tennessee, right, and Ole Miss. But I'm not sure Old Miss is really still in that thing. I'm, I, don't, I don't. I can't say that with 100% verification. Uh, he might end up there visiting this weekend, but there's some buzz that that may not that may actually not be the case. And you know, he's still talking with Oklahoma. He's still communicating with Coach Beanbow. Oklahoma's offered him a very competitive NIL offer. The issue is, is that there's some other people that have offered, you know. And if you if you want to put it in, you know, numbers perspective, you can probably combine what uh, Walter Routh made last year and what potentially they are paying Stutzman and Bowman. You know, all that combined, and may not be what Tennessee's offering. If that and that is some crazy money, I'll tell you that. Um, and so I, I can't imagine Oklahoma offering anybody that type of money. You can't bring a portal guy in and have them making more money outside of a quarterback than anybody else on your roster or a former All-American or somebody like that. This guy was a freshman. He was a freshman All-American, yes, but he was a freshman. And that, to me, you just can't do that, right? Like, you can't make that guy your top-paid guy coming in with zero experience with the rest of the team. So I think that's probably the issue. But at the end of the day, he also wants to be an NFL guy. And if you're an offensive tackle, an offensive guard, a center, and you want to play in the NFL, Bill Biedenboe is a pretty good guy to learn from. He's got a really, really strong track, really strong track record of, you know, developing guys into the first round, first day, second day picks, and herds that type of talent. And I don't, Tennessee hasn't really developed a lot of O linemen over the last few years, so. I think that's one thing that is leaning in Oklahoma's favor is the long-term, you know, you can make so much money in college, but that's only for a few years. The NFL, though, you can make millions and millions for decades, and if you want to maximize that, you may need to go to a place that's going to develop you and allow you to do so, and that's where Oklahoma is still in the picture. So I, I it's just like I said with a lot of things with the David Hicks thing, be pleasantly shocked if Oklahoma gets him. If not, they brought in three really good portal guys. Uh, they're probably going to bring in another throughout the spring. You just have to be patient there. And then, obviously, they, they brought in five really strong high school players, uh, two of the top guards in the country with B.J. Brooks and uh, Eddie Pierre-Louis. Um, I mean, and, and then you got Akinkumi, who has been a big surprise to everybody at the tackle position at the Under Armour uh, combine and game. He was a big, big surprise there with his performance. And then Autry, Isaiah Autry is also another four-star. And then you've got a three-star in Joshua Sosa. So they have brought in eight guys total already. Uh, they were returning six. So now you're at 13. 
Uh, you would like or 14 guys. You would like to have. You would like to have a 15th player, and I think they'll probably do that. You know, potentially this spring if they miss out on hurt. Brandon Drum with us on the uh, Riverwind Casino Hotline. All right, Casey Thompson, uh, we were waiting for this to become official. It did yesterday. That gives the Sooners 12 portal additions. Uh, Oklahoma kids, sophomore to Newcastle, and then in college, Texas to Nebraska to FAU and now to OU. There's been a little bit, a little bit of blowback, but look, uh, the, the people who are unhappy are a lot more vocal than people who think it's great. I mean, that's that's the nature of the text line or X, Twitter, whatever. But I think this is a solid move for Oklahoma. It means nothing about how they feel about Michael Hawkins at all. What do you think of the move? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I said this on our podcast. I'm biased. I mean, I've known that family for decades. And so, like, it, it's uh, Charles and I used to do a radio show together. I've known Casey for a long time. He trained my kids. At quarterback, one of their first trainers they ever had. So, I mean, I, I, I admit, I admit bias there. But at the same time, you look at his, his career. I mean, the guy's thrown for almost six thousand yards. He led the Big Twelve in passing touchdowns in twenty twenty one. He was, you know, he's got fifty two total touchdowns. He's, he's experienced. You, you've got a, a quarterback room that with a lot of inexperience, right? And you bring in a guy that has been through it all throughout his career, whether injuries, whether big games, whether whatever. And, yeah, he's had his ups and downs in his career, but he's also probably the best backup or and, and are inarguably the most experienced backup in the SEC. And to have that at your disposal if you're Oklahoma, how is that not a win-win? And then on top of it, he wants to come back and help. He loves the university. I mean, they announced on January 1st or January 11th at 6 p.m. because, you know, obviously um, his brother wore number one, his dad wore number six, so that's the 6 p.m., and Casey's wearing number 11, so 1, 11, 6 p.m. So it means a lot to the family, and to have somebody come back that loves the university, has wanted to play there for years, and it never really worked out, I think – it, it can't help but be a plus. You, you add the fact that he can teach them how to teach the other young quarterbacks how to prepare during the week, prepare during the off season, you know, understand what they're looking at on film, understand the coverages and all that type of stuff. And and he wants to be a coach on top of that. So this is this is a, a not only just a learning experience for the younger quarterbacks to learn from him, but it's a learning experience for Casey to start teaching some of these young guys and being a mentor. And then at the same time, he's going to come in and try to compete. Now, everybody knows it's Jackson Arnold's team, but he's going to come in and try to compete. He's not coming in with the notion that he's going to beat out Jackson, but he wants to push everybody to be the best because he wants to be the best. Um, He'll be able to go through spring. He won't be able to go through a lot of live stuff uh, because of his knee and rehab, but he'll be able to go through majority of the spring practices and I think that's that's key as far as like you know getting reps, understanding, watching, being in the ear of the other quarterbacks, telling them, okay, what did you see there? Why did you throw this? What I saw was this. Maybe you ought to look at this next time if you see this type of coverage and throw this route or check to this. You know, there's there's certain things that he can he can bring to the table that's going to help Jackson Arnold and Michael Hawkins and Brendan Zerbrook grow a lot faster than they would without him in the in the room. And I think that's what the biggest plus is for adding Casey Thompson to the roster.
Yeah, I'm with you. And, and, and again, think about this, Sooner fans. Uh, like Brandon says about some of these uh, recruits, you know, just, hey, be surprised, man. Take it as a nice surprise. Let's say, let's say Michael Hawkins is the number two quarterback. Then you great surprise right i think we all think he's got great ability and down the road he's got a chance to be a tremendous uh player for oklahoma at that position and down the road kevin sperry does as well but this is a really good uh insurance policy about the best you can get in my opinion uh because it's tough to get backup quarterbacks in the portal no doubt but it's a great story as well brandon i appreciate it my man have a good weekend stay warm if you can all right you too all right brandon drum joining us Let's take a break right here, Riverwind Casino, on a Friday. We want to thank Oklahoma Generator, by the way, for sponsoring our second hour, okgen.com. Call them at 405-321-6631. Man, if your generator is not working very well or you got a really old one or you don't have one, you might give them a call right now because if that power goes out this weekend, you're in some trouble. 405 321 6631, they're Oklahoma's highest rated and uh, longest operating Generac dealer, Oklahoma Generator. Coming right back, one more segment, uh, for me anyway, along with the Draker. Stay with us here on The Ref. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KREF Podcast page. Life's always good. Here at Riverwind Casino, we've got shows happening this weekend here at Riverwind. Boys to men happening tonight at the Showplace Theater. Tomorrow night, Clay Walker. And uh, we've got the big drawing again for the 80K winning resolutions giveaway tonight. Get out of here. Hear your name called. And maybe you'll win a huge chunk of that 80K in cash and bonus play. You can also win a trip to the Super Bowl in Vegas in the first down in Neon Town promotion here at Riverwind now through January 18th. So you have six more days. The top five patrons here at Riverwind who earn the most points on their wild cards are going to want a trip to the 2024 Super Bowl in Vegas. Game tickets, airfare, hotel, ground transportation, and $1,000 cash. Each of these five prize packages worth nearly twenty-five grand. That's a heck of a deal. And uh, that's how they roll here at Riverwind Casino. That's why they are the best, by far, casino experience in the metro area. All right, Drake, uh, you wanted to make an announcement. Then we have time for a few more texts before we call it a Friday. Yep, we've already given away three pairs of tickets for the women's basketball game tomorrow against Texas Tech. We've got three more that are still available, courtesy of Fowler Auto Group, proud sponsor of OU Athletics. Uh, the thing about these tickets, it's 2 p.m. tomorrow against Texas Tech for the women's basketball team. This is a very fun team to go and watch. Trust me, I've seen them quite a bit this year. It also gets you free entry into the OU men's gymnastics season opener tomorrow against Air Force at 545 at McCaslin Fieldhouse. So if you want to try to find something to do that uh, is going to keep you from just being bored inside during the cold tomorrow, uh, claim one of these tickets on the text line. Let us know. Uh, I'll get your information from you and tell you where it is that you need to go to come pick up these physical copy of tickets. 
Okay. Um, we have time for a few more checks. You want to get a couple Absolutely. in? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. Uh, let's see. Ba-ba-ba. Didn't realize Sealy was a UT and OSU homer. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's the deal. Uh, what cracks me up is, and not, I'm not accusing Travis of this. He's not a phony insider. But um, some of the other phony insiders out there, used to have to work for this stuff, you know, and earn some credibility. Uh, and you really, you know, you had, you had to work, believe it or not. But in this area where we may have more stupid people than ever <laughs> since, like, the Cro-Magnon period or something, that these people are easily fooled. I, and one I, of the ways you can tell that, one of the ways you can tell that is they pander, pander, pander. So, again... Texas never gets any credit for anything. So, of course, I'm not saying this is trap. I'm talking about the phone, you know, the phony insiders out there. They if they did a list like that, of course Texas would be off of it too because you're pandering to your audience because that's how you get your attention. So, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, because you have if you can't tell me who James Street or Cotton Spryer are or Jim Bertelson or Steve Wooster are, then they're who? Who? Yep, yep. But you've this, lost the, me completely. This, you've lost this, me this completely. This era, though, Drake, what happens is we are in such a look at me, myopic situation with this gen- younger generation. And I know this is an old man, but they life has only existed to them since they've been born. You know, oh, yeah. that's it. They're not going to go back and research. Uh, anything because again you don't have to do this in this day and age there are enough stupid people out there that you can fool them which good for them good for them all right you know it's a great decision not a stupid decision is to come out to riverwind casino they give away a ton of jackpots every month in fact you can you know come on out get yourself a hotel room for the weekend you won't even have to go outside walk across the sky bridge right into the gaming area and have yourself a great time here at Riverwind. Great dining options. The River Buffet, Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. They've got a tremendous food court. And uh, you'll live it up here at Riverwind Casino. They are awesome. Drake, have a safe trip to the Fog. Go Sooners this weekend at KU. Let's win that one for Ryan Miner. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Teddy's up at 3 o'clock out here. We'll see you. For the latest recruiting and Sooner news, catch Tyler McComas and Parker Thune on Locked In. Weekday afternoons from 2 to 3, right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network.